Make sure to lock all your doors and windows. Grab your favorite hot beverage. Switch off your lights. And listen to these true scary stories to help get you in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> Listener's discretion is strongly advised. When I was in high school, I used to babysit for this family a few blocks over. The dad ran a business out of the home, so one of my duties while I was babysitting was to make sure I answered the phone so I could take a message in case it was one of his clients calling. After a few months, I started getting creepy calls. The man on the line would say awful things to me. He talked in a whisper and would describe what I was wearing. He said he was my watcher and that he was always watching me even though I only got the calls when I was babysitting. I eventually stopped complaining about the calls to the family because I could tell it annoyed them and I couldn't lose the babysitting job. Besides, the dad always gave me a ride for the three blocks back to my home so it wasn't like I had to be out alone after getting the calls. At the end of the school year, I moved a town over to live with an aunt and started attending a community college that summer. Because of the move, I never babysat for the family again. I forgot about the calls until a few years later when I saw the dad of the kids I was babysitting in the paper. He'd been accused of stalking and sexually assaulting a teenage girl who worked for his family. I don't have any proof, but seeing the way he smiled in that photo clicked things into place for me. I believed he was the watcher, calling me all those times, and I think something bad would have happened if I kept babysitting for that family. The night we didn't come home. A few years ago, I had a shitty job where I was forced to work third shift, nights, while my wife was working a normal day job. On the day my sister-in-law went into labor, my wife drove to the hospital after she was done with work and spent the night there. I arrived home early the next morning and entered the house to find the electricity wasn't working. After searching the house, I realized someone had broken in through a basement window and cut power to the house through the circuit breaker down there. Nothing was taken from the home, and the window in question was not visible from the front of the house. Slowly, it dawned on me that someone had been watching us. They knew there was a window of time between when I left for work for the night and when my wife returned home, and that she'd be there alone for hours. The Body in the Road I've heard of things like this happening, but I thought it was an urban legend. In college, I used to go home on the weekends to do laundry and eat free food and hang out with my family and high school friends. I was a night owl, so I'd stay as long as possible and then drive the three hours back to school in the middle of the night. This is in Nebraska, so even when it isn't the dead of night, it's easy to find yourself totally alone on the road. One Sunday night, I was driving back to school and it was around 4 a.m. I wasn't too far out of my town towards the city yet and as usual, the roads were completely deserted. Up ahead, I saw what looked like an accident. 
There was a car pulled halfway off the road onto the shoulder, and I saw a body in the middle of the road. Needless to say, I was extremely creeped out, but I also had these feelings of wanting to stop and help if someone was hurt and needed medical attention. Eventually, my rational side won out and decided to drive around the accident and then call 911 after I made it around and was on my way. I'm a small guy and something about the situation didn't seem right to me, or perhaps I was just too scared to stop and get out of my car in the dark to investigate. I drove on the shoulder on the opposite side of the road, clear from the other car and the body on the road. When I was about 10 yards past the accident, I looked in my rearview mirror, ready to pick up my phone and call the police, when I saw a handful of people coming up from the ditch where they'd been hiding behind the car on the shoulder. The body in the road was now standing up, watching me drive away. The man outside. I always check the blinds before I go outside. For years, people have made fun of me when they witness this, and my husband thinks I'm crazy. We live out in the country, and we've never had an issue with someone trespassing, but I still lean over every time I'm going out the front door and make sure no one's out there first. One night, I was about to go to bed when I realized I left my phone charger in my car. I had put it in my purse that morning because the one I had at work broke. I needed to charge my phone and I didn't have a reason to be afraid of the 10 yards from my front door to my car, parked in the driveway, but I peeked out the window anyway. I was running on such instinct that my hand was already on the lock, about to flip it and open the door when my brain registered that what I'd seen wasn't normal. I shifted my weight back and looked again, squinting to see in the dim light by the garage we leave on all the time. I saw a man crouched by the front door holding a hammer. He wouldn't be visible from the little window on the front door. You wouldn't even see him until he was right next to you. I screamed for my husband and watched him book it down the drive. I didn't see him get into a car, but he must have gone somewhere. We called the cops and they couldn't find any sign of him. We invested in some floodlights next day and no one made fun of my habit again. Peeping Tom In high school, I was obsessed with movies and wanted to be a director when I grew up. My parents saved up and bought me a camcorder, and I spent money from my after-school job at a restaurant buying tapes and editing equipment to play around with. A few months after my next-door neighbor died, his wife had a huge garage sale. And though my neighbor had never told me, he shared my interest in making home movies. I found a bunch of blank camcorder tapes at the sale, and his wife ended up giving them to me for free. I went home and put the tape in and watched in horror as I realized how upsetting the contents were. Tape after tape, I found footage of my home and the area around my home taken from outside the windows as my family and I remained oblivious. My bedroom seemed to be his favorite to lurk outside, and you could often see the inside clearly if I left the blinds open. He would just stand there and breathe and record whatever was happening inside. It was chilling enough until I saw footage of a cabin about an hour and a half from my home 
where I'd gone with some friends the previous summer. He had been outside the cabin filming and had even gone inside to film our beds and go through our stuff while we had gone into town for groceries. It seems strange that his wife wouldn't have checked the tapes to see what was on them, given that her husband had just passed away and she could be getting rid of irreplaceable family memories. But then again, maybe she had an intuition about what she would find and the kind of person her late husband really was. Join me again on Tuesday as I bring you more spine-chilling tales. Don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. You'll find the link in the show notes. Remember that life is scarier than fiction. <laughs>